planet under siege. Separatist forces mercilessly batter the beautiful and elegant world of Christophsis. Unable to defend themselves any longer, the people of Christophsis call on the Jedi for assistance. Hoping to save lives and prevent further destruction, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker plan a daring ambush which could turn the tide in the fight for this crucial star system. Bucketheads, Mevar Tigar, welcome to the 41st Chronologically Challenged episode of MandoVision. You get the joke. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to this podcast is via social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. And please, be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. You can share it with the Mandalorians that aren't in your covert. You can share it with your enemies, people you're in blood feuds with, your pets, your neighbor's pets, any person that you think would appreciate a high-quality, independent Star Wars podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you're inclined to do so, please give us those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They truly, truly, truly help small independent podcasts like us stand out not get lost in the shuffle because uh, this is we live in a day and age where everyone has a podcast and i say that as a person who's on uh two podcasts regularly and a third whenever he can so <laughs> trust me i'm well aware of of, of the, the sheer uh plethora of content that exists out there in the world so so every any little bit of help we can get to stand out and, 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 and make make a better bigger impression in, in the landscape is always appreciated. Alright, we have an episode to get to, but like, how is everyone doing? I hope everyone is, is uh, staying safe and, and uh, being good and being a good person. Because, hey, if you're a Star Wars fan, didn't, didn't Star Wars teach you how to be a good person? Or did you follow the path of the Sith? Did you follow the path to the dark side? Anger leads to hate, you know... And hate, you know, all that stuff. You know what Yoda said. You know how it all worked out in the end for Anakin. It's a bad path to be on. And, you know, if you don't have the high ground, well, you're in trouble there. Uh, all right, let's get into this week's episode. Let's kind of do the, the do the sort of, uh, um, you know, the, the, the particulars. The, 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 let's give credit where credit is due before we dive in proper, all right? We're doing today. Welcome to the show today. Season 1, Episode 16, The Hidden Enemy. Originally debuted February 6, 2009. Our plot for this episode is Anakin and Obi-Wan discover evidence of a traitor amongst their ranks while attempting to lead Republic forces to liberate Christophsis from a Separatist siege. This episode is directed by Stuart Lee, written by Drew Z. Greenberg and Brian Larson. Our uh, cast today, our principal cast... 
I think we're all pretty familiar with these with these ones by now. D. Bradley Baker as the Clone Troopers, Captain Rex, Commander Cody, Slick, and Hawk. James Arnold Taylor returns as Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Tactical Droid. Matt Lanter is Anakin Skywalker. Nika Futterman returns as Asajj Ventress. Tom Kane is our narrator. And Matthew Wood is the Battle Droids. So, yeah, that's our episode. That's the preamble. Let's kind of get into it. Let's get into the show proper. And before we can get into the show proper, there's one thing we have to do. You know what you have to do. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Anakin. How are you doing over there? We're set. I've got some guys here that are anxious to get going. Glad to hear it. We're back, General. Good. The show is about to begin. Okay, our Jedi fortune cookie for the for this episode. Truth enlightens the mind, but won't always bring happiness to your heart. All right, as we discussed on on last week's show, um, or the last episode of the show, I should say, uh, th- this is another another show that sh- sort of uh, displays the fact that these uh, episodes aren't always in a, in a, in a chronological order. Uh, they are not following one after the other, and this is another episode that uh, that sort of uh, shows that it's predating the events of the movie because uh, we are in. Not only are we, we not with Ahsoka, or, or Ahsoka's referenced or mention of, uh, but we're on Christophsis, which is, which is where uh, the events of the movie find Obi-Wan and Anakin when, uh, when, when, the, when the Jedi Council needs to get a hold of them to track down the Hutling. This is the planet they are on in the film. This is uh, what they're dealing with. And, and obviously they've been on Christophsis for some time because we're seeing the events that, again, that kind of set up the events in that movie. Uh, I also wondered if this was uh, one of the earlier episodes to get uh, uh, to be written, to be animated, and, and stuff like that. Because uh, there were spots in this episode where I felt like the animation uh, wasn't the best. Uh, there was there was some rendering that I thought was a little off, a little soft, even. Um, you know, mostly in the background stuff. Like there were some things that just didn't look right, and uh, you know. I guess I should say it didn't look as polished as, as some of the episodes uh, uh, that we've seen thus far. But that, if, if, I remember, if, I, if memory serves, that was one of the things I noticed about the season one when, when it was airing. Was uh, um, there, there were sometimes the animation wasn't as, as uh, polished as we would see in later episodes uh, or in later seasons even. Uh, they really refine the animation, uh, particularly by season two. But, but you know, as the show progresses, it does get prettier and prettier, in my opinion. So there are some some rough spots still in, in season one as we kind of get into things. And I feel like that was kind of noted. Uh, you can you can kind of note that in when you watch this episode. There's some, some aspects, some shots that just aren't quite as defined as they would uh, in other places. Uh, so we're on Christophsis. The droids attack. They invade Obi-Wan's position. Uh... You know, Anakin rescues Obi Wan. Rex captures the tactical battle droid's head. But the the, the real problem is is that the the battle droids seem to know uh, exactly what the Republic forces and the Jedi were going to do, what their their what their plan was, and uh, so the droids are able to counter it, and that that really throws uh, Rex and Cody for a loop, 
as well as Anakin and Obi-Wan. So they, Rex taking this tactical droid's head is in an effort to figure out how the heck they knew everything so, so, so clearly, how they knew the Republic's strategy going into things. And so uh, let's go ahead and dive into a scene where they, they talk a little bit about this. This is right after Cody and Rex uh, had hooked up the tactical droid's head uh, and, and tried to get some information out of it. Let's go ahead and hear what they have to say. Well, at least we're not the only ones having a bad day. Generals, they had all I intel. That would explain the ambush. How could we have left ourselves so vulnerable to a security breach? I don't think we did. You think someone infiltrated our defenses? Possibly. It would have to be someone cunning and resourceful enough to gain access to all our plans. But that still wouldn't explain how they got our intel. No, you're right. They wouldn't act alone. They'd have someone working with them. A spy, sir? But who would want to betray our troops to the Seppis? Excellent question, Commander. Perhaps it's time we made a visit behind enemy lines. I think we'll find our answers there. We'll get right on it. No, Captain. I need you here to find the security breach. You can count on us, sir. One more thing. This mission is extremely confidential. The spy could be anyone. Let no one know of our mission. Understood, sir. Someone left his comlink on. Someone has been listening to everything we said. Hey, stop! All right, Rex and Cody go to pursue the spy. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty. This is an interesting episode. Let's put it that way. Uh, there's a lot to kind of parse through here a little bit. Well, I shouldn't say that. So there's, there's a lot. There's a, a. This is an interesting episode uh, from the from the from the get go because it is uh, showing. You know, we we sort of talk about this episode. Sort of hints at what we've talked about. Sort of hints at the larger at the bigger picture of the wrongness of the clone army and and the sort of. Uh, this army that exists that had no say in would they fight or would they do something else with their life? Uh, they are treated. They're not treated like a, like a life form with any rights. They are treated like something created and controlled. They are treated like property. The, the you know, we, we have said it before. The clone army is essentially a slave army. Uh, these are, these are, these are individuals born and bred with no rights, with no say in what they do. Or, or, or the choice, you know, the choices that any other sentient being would be given in normal circumstances. Uh, and this episode sort of begins to, to scratch at that, uh, you know, the, at the surface of that just a little bit in this episode. So this is something that I like quite a bit. Now, Rex and Cody pursue. They, they see that it's a clone trooper. And, and uh, so the interesting aspect of that, as far as, like, you know, from a spy movie perspective is how do you how do you find a spy in in an army or in a, in a in a battalion or in a group of people who all look the same essentially you know uh you know they only caught a glimpse of this person from a distance and from a distance most clones probably look just like other clones you know as we know all these clones have unique personalities and a lot of them have done things to uh, make themselves individuals whether it's haircuts or hair colors or you know the scars that they've received from battles that sort of help uh, help them have an individual identity. Um, 
but for the purposes of this episode and, and from the distances with which you're, with with which Rex and Cody saw this person, they cannot distinguish one who is, you know, a loyal clone and who is the spy clone. Okay, and here we're gonna catch up with Anakin and Obi Wan as they're on their quote unquote secret mission. You have picked up some friends. Indeed. In fact, I believe the number of eyes watching us has been steadily growing. Great. Perhaps this means our adversary has learned about our mission. Perhaps it does. Of course, nobody's tried to stop us yet. Also true? They want us to get to the Separatist headquarters, which means this is a trap. I imagine it is. Well, that's unfortunate for them. There you go. The Jedi plan in place. Nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> we haven't quite gotten to uh, uh, the. I don't know if the the reveal is is so great. There's there's kind of some choppy storytelling in this episode, but that doesn't mean it's it's uh, not still enjoyable and still good. It's just a little choppy in places, and that's okay. There's no harm in that. All right, so here we're gonna play a little bit of the scene. From, well, we'll play the entire thing, where uh, Rex and Cody are are hard at work determining who the spy is, and they think they may have uh, figured a way to uh, find out who it is. Atu's found something. What is it? Is it the traitor? I'm not sure. Maybe. What is he looking for? Wavelength interference. Weak frequencies, spotty, irregular. See how it shows up every few days, then disappears? Day to day, you wouldn't notice it. What? It's the pattern. The band's only coming off one terminal in the whole base. Check it out. Her. Slick's barracks. Only Slick's men would have access to that terminal. Yeah. Slick's not gonna like that. No, he's not. But if one of his men is giving away our intel, we have to find him and sort this out. All right, and at this point, Anakin and Obi-Wan are also making their way on their little adventure, and they're entering the Separatist base, Separatist stronghold, if you will. But uh, before they make too much progress, uh, making it into the interior of that base, we cut back to, to the clone situation, where Rex and Cody are, are talking to Slick. And I'm going to play this scene now because I liked... I like this. This kind of gets a little bit into what we talked about and, and how some of the ways in which the clones uh, uh, individualize themselves and, and make themselves unique and some of the quirks and, and peculiar mannerisms that they have uh, developed as, as they uh, you know progress as individuals and, and, and live their lives. And, and, you know, I don't know. It's, it's unique and interesting. And so I want to go ahead and play that out for everyone. Here we go. No, no way. My guys are the best. No way they're capable of something like this. Something like what? You called them here? Of course we did. We'll get into the bottom of this. Now. Look, let me have a few minutes with them first. It's gonna hit them hard. They trust each other. And if one of our own betrayed us... I don't think that's necessary. You men are tough, right? Take a seat, gentlemen. We have a turncoat in our midst, and we think it's one of you. Alright, now we cut back to Anakin and Obi-Wan. What was so this, this is the belly of the beast. 
Ventress. And here I thought this mission would be unpleasant. The pleasure's all mine, my dear Obi-Wan. I've missed you. Alright, back to the clones. I... I, I don't know. I, I was doing the things I always do after a mission. Things like what? I'm sorry, sir. I'm just a little nervous. You're my CO. The way I figure it, you tell the truth, you got nothing to be nervous about. Jester is telling the truth. Cleans his weapon after every mission. First thing, every time. He's kind of obsessed that way. Is that right? You're cleaning your weapon? Yes, sir. Go on the computer while you were in here? No, sir. It didn't even power it up. You can check. I like this Show me your interrogation scenes. I want to kind of let it play out here. Yep. Freshly scrubbed. Rags over there in the corner. Good man. You. You were cleaning your weapon too? No, I, I was hungry. I went back to the mess. Right away? Oh, yeah. Anyone with you? Sketch, sir. We got to the mess at the same time, got our grub, and sat together. I was good to have a witness. Else in the mess able to confirm what you two are saying? Lots of guys there. Ask any of them. Oh, we will. Captain, give me just a moment with them. No, it's okay, Sarge. I got nothing to hide. I was in the infirmary. Got banged up pretty good by one of those clankers. Medroid was fixing me up. Doc's got all the records there, if you want to check. So, chopper old boy. What's your alibi? I was in the mess hall. No, you weren't. I mean, you... If you know something, kid, you should speak up. Chopper came in a lot later, after everyone else. So we pause, let's pause it right there and, and kind of talk a little bit about things. That's an, I, that's an early interesting scene because, uh, you know, so much of the clones that we know about them um, is is about th them being brothers. And so the idea that uh, a, a brother would betray another brother to the Separatists, which would cause the death of more clones of their own brothers, uh, it's got to be something that's hard for them all to process, uh, particularly Slick, who who seems to be the leader of this of this unit. And and as we're we're sort of going to the clones, and then one another one clone points to another as as a, as a liar and doesn't back that that clone story. Um, it's sort of interesting to see the conflict in the loyalty, you know, the loyalty to, to the Republic and to duty versus the loyalty to the brother, as as the one points its finger to the other. Um, now we cut back to. Ventress and to Obi-Wan and, and Anakin, I should say. And I do, I, I have to admit, I don't know if we've talked about it on the previous shows, but I sort of like the sort of playful, like mock flirtation between Ventress and Obi-Wan, how she calls him my dear Obi-Wan, and uh, Obi-Wan will call her my sweet. Uh, I, I, something about that just cracks me up. I, I find it very, very funny. And, and so let's, let's let this play out a little bit too, okay? Here we go. My loyal informant, let me know you are coming. Well then, we thank you for your hospitality. Where were you before you went to the mess? Back to the clones? Nowhere. Walking around. Son, you know we'll need a better answer than that. I was hiding. 
at the south exit. I didn't want anyone to see me string these together. Battle droid fingers. I just... I just wanted something back. I guess I felt like... like they owed me. I always knew there was something deficient about you. The idea trophy is not welcome in the clone army, apparently. Good chopper. Lying about where you were. Taking forbidden items from a battlefield. I know. I put up with the attitude because you have skill. But if you could break these rules, your whole character's in question here. Wait, no. Hang on. I'm no spy. Now back to the Jedi. Chopper, we're all brothers. But how can we trust anything you I say? I like this is how this is all cut no, together. Sir, I'm telling you, I did not. It's okay. We'll get you a proper investigation. You don't have to say anything till the Jedi come back and talk to you. Maybe you should talk, sir. Tell them where you went. I was at the south exit, remember? I saw you go in, sir. I saw you. Chopper, I have been patient. Everyone else turned right. Toward the barracks and the mess. You turned left. Toward the command center. Where were you going, sir? Obviously, the kid feels cornered. Sergeant, what did you mean till the Jedi come back? How did you know the Jedi were gone? Right, row. I really wish you hadn't noticed that, sir. It's slick. There we Slick's go. the traitor. Now we go back to the Jedi adventurous. The whole thing with Slick is really interesting, especially the way his troops kind of Sam just let him leave. Now Ventress is throwing books at the Jedi. That's interesting. Book fight. Now back to the clones. I, again, I like the way this is cut. The pace of it's really, really fun. Now that he's exposed, he has to get out of this base. There's no escape now, you piece of rankweed! Again, you're seeing clone tactics used against clones. So kind of think of the implications of that. So brother against brother here, basically. And then Slick will talk about his motivations here, which is, again, something that I find fascinating. He took out our weapons depot. He knew where we'd look. He's not trying to escape. He knows all our moves before we even make them. Give up, Ventress. Here we go. I'm all yours, Obi-Wan. Cuts through the floor, sending Anakin and Obi-Wan falling. You've served your purpose. We have to get back. Now. It's already too late. So hard to know whom to trust these days, isn't it? What's the plan, Master? Bringing us here was a mistake, my sweet. You've overestimated your abilities. Really? So easily leap back up. That's not a big surprise. The Jedi can just do that, right? Come and get me, boys. A lot of separatist ships. You didn't tell us you were the bringing down. friends. Poor Obi-Wan. You've been betrayed. And now we're about to take control of this world. All right, let's go ahead and pause. How do we get pause the scenery there. Um, you know, speaking of, the, of Jedi powers, I just thought of this, and I don't know why I hadn't brought it up in earlier episodes of the show. 
Um, it's just, <laughs> you know, we see the Jedi do a lot of Jedi-like things, but one of the things we don't really see the Jedi do outside of Episode One in The Phantom Menace is we have not seen them do that Jedi uh, Flash run. You know, they, they, where they channel uh, Barry, and, Barry Allen and Wally West, or uh, Quicksilver if you're more of a Marvel guy. Um, Mar Marvel person, I should say. Uh, th that seems to be one of the powers that the, that maybe in hindsight they're like, yeah, maybe they shouldn't run so fast. Uh, but again, I'm I'm really digging the way this episode is is spliced together so quickly. You know, you know, from the Jedi back to the clones, the Jedi back to the clones, and and, and it's it's all very fast patient, action oriented, which is really really nice and really fun to see. So, and that's probably one of the strongest aspects of this episode. So it's it's really fun to, to kind of like let the scenes play out for you i obviously i'm playing a huge you know bigger stretches of dialogue than i normally do in an episode of, of our show uh but the way it's it's done i think is 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 pretty clever pretty you know pretty pretty smart a savvy way to tell the story uh in such a fast-paced environment like i don't think and you know i say clever and i admit like the the plot of this episode is not like is not the plot of the episode is not clever by any means, but it's it's a rather ingenious way to tell the story in, in a a fairly simple, you know, espionage counter espionage kind of story. But the again with the Clone Wars, it's about the moral implications of what's going on, the the brother versus brother thing, and and how that affects the war and the Jedi and and, and Ventress and the Separatists obviously are a big factor in this too. But you really have to hone in on that on a on a clone turning on his brothers because he thinks he's doing the right thing. For his brothers, uh, and 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 we we will get to that as as it plays out. All right, what do you say we let the clones and the Jedi bring this one home? I'm gonna turn the audio back on for this. Here we go. This guy, sir. Slick ran into the command center. You guys stay here. Seal the perimeter. Cut back to the Jedi adventurous. Battle droid in half, sending plumbing it down, and fighting on that falling battle droid. Very exciting. Jedi. Prepare to march on the city. And the Jedi make their way back to their forward command center. And we see the the general who runs the army in the film. the Jedi as long as possible. I will need time to execute the next part of my master's plan. Yes, mistress. Another tactical droid. All right. Here's the clones. Rex and Cody tracking down Slick and setting a trap for him at the same time as they realize that he's in the vents above them. But we'll let it play out. Pretend you're Slick. What's in your head? My cover's blown, it's time to go. But I decide not to use a ship because it's too obvious. The lockdown. He wants to get around the lockdown. He's blinded us by taking out the power. He could disable the entire security system. Yeah, but he knows we'd expect him to do that. Cody leaves a gun intentionally on the table here at this point. Or does he? Yeah, I see what you're getting at. Go to the south exit. What are you gonna do? I'll stay here. Get the power back up. That'll help. Got it. Classic misdirect. Slick buys it. Hey there, Slick. Guns empty. 
You know what's funny? Traitor, we knew you'd never take a chance on the exits while they were blocked. I'd stay here to open them myself first. Just like you. Don't do a job till you've guaranteed the best odds, right? You knew I was here. Of course we knew. You think we wouldn't have a plan? I'm not the traitor. You are! Battle between Cody, Rex, and Slick. Slick heading for the door, trying to make him get away. Cody tackles him to the ground. All of you are blindly following orders. Here we go. For what? At least I got something out of all this suffering. Yeah, I bet you sold out your brothers for some real shiny coin, huh? Yes, she offered me money, but she offered me something more important, something you wouldn't understand. Freedom! Cody with a big uppercut. I think freedom's gonna have to wait, kid. Slick, it was you. He gave us a bit of a chase, sir. You couldn't be a greater disappointment. How could you do this to your brothers? <sighs> Only a Jedi would ask that. It's the Jedi who keep my brothers enslaved. We do your bidding. We serve at your whim. I just want something more. And all you had to do to get it was put the rest of us all at risk. I... I love my brothers. You're too blind to see it. But I was striking a blow for all clones. If you loved your brothers, you wouldn't have put them at risk. You betrayed every one of us. Take him to lock up. Were you able to salvage anything from the weapons depot? Slick pretty much scorched the whole thing. That seemed to be what he was going for all along. We managed to save the heavy cannons, though. Well, that's good. Because there are about a thousand battle droids on their way here. The fight goes on, gentlemen. And that fight they're referring to is, is of course, the events that open... Well, that don't open, necessarily, but that we pick up with in the Clone Wars film, the battle for Christophsis with uh, all the, 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 the general that we just saw briefly here, but he has a speaking role in the film. Um, yeah, all that gets picked up in, 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 in Clone Wars, the movie. So again, uh, an exciting action-packed episode. Um, we scratched the surface of the idea of the notion of the clone army being a slave army and and what does that mean for the republic what does that mean for the jedi and their ro their role in uh sort of facilitating a clone army and keeping the clones um as 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 a slave army the the this is this is the moral ambiguity that the jedi have to wrestle with uh you know they they they, they try to do right by the republic by the galaxy at large but by using a slave army, an army that exists uh, to, to serve one purpose, but without being offered free will, without being offered the basic rights that a being should be offered, the, the Jedi have uh, uh, obscured their vision of the Force. They have uh, clouded 
their vision of the Force. And and this is this is all part of the, of Darth Sidious's plan to take over the Republic and undermine the Jedi because the Jedi are doing wrong. I mean that that's the bottom line here. That's the thing that uh, the the movies didn't quite impact, didn't quite uh, uh, underline heavily enough that the Republic's use of of of, of, of a slave army, the clone army, and the Jedi's endorsement of it is part of the reason why the Jedi fell because they were so blinded by the war and preserving the Republic, quote-unquote, uh, that they did, they did things that they should not have done. They became generals in a war. Instead of, instead of being the keepers of peace, they became generals in attack in defense and they violated their own code and you know one of the nice things we get to later in later seasons of the show as as we kind of meet more jedi who are conflicted by the role that the jedi have taken in this conflict uh we get to explore that more but this episode is 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 a good way to kind of introduce the notion that the clone army just because they're born for battle doesn't mean they just they don't deserve to have a say in what they do and you know the sort of in, innate rights that any being should be born with and should be uh, able to make their own choices of their own free will as a being that exists in the universe that's the complexity of the clone wars that that again I feel like was the big misstep that 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 George Lucas made uh, in in the films, we did we didn't get to dive into that very much because, you know, the the, the prequels were wrapped in com- there's there's so much complexity in the prequel films, uh, but it had to be so focused on Anakin Skywalker and his rise and fall to the dark side that that so much of the the complexity had to be kind of be put to the side and and shuffled around, you know, in in. In in Phantom Menace, you know Anakin is young, and there are there isn't a Clone War yet. So so we spend the first movie, uh, kind of just being introduced to Anakin as as a as a young boy, and 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 sort of how he becomes part of the Order by, uh, not necessarily like accident, but 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 through a a series of events with a Jedi. <sighs> I don't. I don't want to go on this path. There will at some point there will be an episode of where we, where we talk about how uh, maybe some of us thought the prequel should have gone, just for fun, just in a, just as like a sort of a, a, a an exercise in 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 in, uh, in the process of creativity and storytelling. But we don't get to the Clone Wars until the very very end of Episode Two, which is you know obviously Attack of the Clones, but because we spend so much time. With Anakin falling in love with Padme and and their relationship and developing that relationship and getting into the Clone Wars, we don't get to spend any time talking about the moral implications of the Clone Wars. And then by Episode Three, we're at the end of the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars are wrapping up, and you know I think for a lot of fans of my age group and a lot of fans of my generation, we thought the prequels would be basically the entire in the entirety of the Clone Wars. Like we were gonna get the entire story 
and 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 again because there's so much in the prequels and and the prequel era is a uh, a complex timeline with so much to go on you know and you know unfortunately the movies had too much to juggle and and the the, the morality and the ethics of a, of a clone army sort of had to be uh, pushed off to the side and and not gotten into until they get to the clone wars cartoon so i love that we get to that eventually but I, I feel like, um, you know, I, I, as, as a member of the, of the, of the viewing audience, uh, as someone who, who bought multiple tickets to see the, the, show, the, the screenings of episode one, two, and three, you know, many, many times, uh, I would have loved to see that, that, that moral ambiguity and, and, and complexity on the screen as something that the Jedi had to wrestle with in the movies. I think as an audience member, we would have enjoyed that so much more than some of the stuff that we did get. Now, again, I say that knowing that there, there was so much to cover. The prequels had the inenviable, the inenviable task of just having to cover way too much ground. And, and you know, again, I understand why Lucas had to focus on Anakin and Anakin's journey and and the, the whole the whole situation with, with, with Anakin in general. And, and, you know, again, this became the Skywalker saga. But the big, the huge picture of the galaxy did suffer um, um, because of that a little bit. We didn't get to ask these complex questions during during the screenings, and it was it was it was before the Clone Wars cartoon existed. We got to ask these questions through the Karen Travis novels, and another reason why I, I am such a, a a big supporter of those those Karen Travis novels. Uh, is because they started asking these big questions and, and made uh, readers of these books reevaluate the way we thought about the Clone Wars. You know, it, it was easy to sort of just be like, okay, they're, they're, they were born and bred for battle, and that's what the Republic's going to do. And these books forced us to stop and examine the fact that these are beings. They are, they are living, sentient beings, and they should have the right to choose their path. Are they going to be soldiers? Are they going to decide not to be soldiers? Do they want to be farmers? Or some advocate for people? You know, whatever. That's not what we got in the, in, the, in the films. And again, I understand. It was about Anakin. It's about his rise and his fall. But the books brought these, these, these thoughts to our... To, they made us think about these things. And the Clone Wars does a really nice job of kind of picking up that thread. Even though... It does throw out that Karen Travis and in a lot of the expanded universe, uh, uh, you know, what was at the time canon material uh, is sacrificed for the Clone Wars. Um, and we will talk about that more in season two, uh, particularly when we get to like the Mandalore stuff. Uh, I will have a lot to say about about the Mandalore of the Clone Wars cartoon versus the Mandalore that we were we were given in those Karen Travis novels, you know, back in like the early 2000s. So. Again, I I keep saying again. I'm sorry, I keep saying again. But we this is a nice episode because it starts to raise those questions of of the clones who who have the temerity to question why they have to do what they have to do, and that is why I like this episode so very very much. It still ranks about a seven point five, uh, just because it, it, it's it's not seamless. It's a little choppy. 
I like the clone stuff a lot more than I like the Jedi stuff. It just felt like they needed to give Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan something to do in this episode. Um, I think if we had spent the whole 20 minutes with, with the clones, with, with Cody and, and, and uh, Rex hunting for a traitor in their midst and going through the whole process of of interrogating you know your brothers and betraying your brothers potentially to expose the spy that aspect of the show i really really liked i wish there was more of that the the jedi stuff is 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 fun it's always fun to see them engaging in lightsaber battles and ventress is a fun foil for them um but again as, as an episode that we know takes place before the clone wars movie uh we we know the stakes are relatively low, which is sort of like the unfortunate consequence here. But otherwise, again, like I said, I'm gonna, it's a solid seven point five, solid seven and a half episode star rating, seven and a half lightsabers, seven and a half buckets, seven and a half buckets. I think we're doing buckets. I think that was our rating system. So seven and a half buckets, good stuff, good good stuff. It's a okay in my book, and and that is season one, episode sixteen, the hidden enemy. What did you all think of this episode? Am I am I way off base? Have I lost my marbles? Let me know. All right, let's wrap this show up. Remember, this is this is Mandovision podcast. The best way to reach out to us is at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Hit me up. Slide into the DMs. Whatever you want to do, a okay by me. If you want to do a long form communication with me. Mandovision Tom, Mandovision Tom, all one word, at gmail.com for the email. And uh, that's the best way to get a hold of us. We are on all your favorite podcasting platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible. And if you're on Apple Podcasts and you can give us a five star review and even write a five star review, that would be so amazing and so helpful. Uh, remember, you know, there, there, there's just uh, a deluge of content available to you, uh, particularly Star Wars content. I feel like there's a new Star Wars podcast. Uh, there's like seven new podcasts, seven new Star Wars podcasts every day. So we have to do everything we can to 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 get the word out that we're we're creating good, entertaining content here on Mandovision. And those five star reviews and your written reviews go a really, really long way to making that happen. So that is the best way to support this show that I can think of. So I, I, I appreciate it in advance. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so very, very much. Uh, Nargai Tom, and I will be back very soon, um, depending on what day this drops. <laughs> I may be back in three days. I'm going to be back in four days. Just depends on what day this drops on. Otherwise, I hope everyone stays safe. Keep taking care of yourselves. Keep being the best person you can be out in this world. We need all the positivity that we can get out there, all the positive energy, all the positive vibes. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And 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 be the best Mando that you can be. Uh, with that being said, there is only one way, and you know the way. There's only one way to end this podcast, and this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. You expect me to search the galaxy for the home of this creature and deliver it to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way.